0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about yeah! this, Cowboys?
0: This, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on to the goal line. Barry,
1: sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the
0: touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Brodus. Rob Phillips and Bill Jones.
2: And a happy Tuesday to all of you out there. And this is Talking Cowboys as we kick off another week after a Monday night that was not so memorable at AT AT&T Stadium last night. The Eagles await on Sunday. I'm Bill Jones along with Brian Broaddus and Mickey Spagnola. Rob Phillips uh, maybe will be joining us a little bit later, a little bit of Can we call it breaking news
3: this morning? You had an opportunity to do Joe Buck, and and Rob Phillips will be joining us in a moment. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well,
1: KMOX Radio
3: there.
2: Yeah, yeah. KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. And uh, Aaron Andrews will be joining us in a little bit. There you go. Rob Phillips will be joining us in a little bit. He's working on uh, a story that – for the website that, uh, of course, uh, Jerry Jones on his weekly radio show basically made the comment that Dak Prescott will be extended. And so that sent uh, writers
3: scurrying about. He was uh, asked towards the end of the uh, segment about Dak Prescott, what he thinks of him, what is his development, and uh, what do you see of him going forward. And he said Dak is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He's young. He's going to get extended. And that created a very long, pregnant pause on the broadcast, and then they finally caught themselves, and we go, "Oh, oh, oh we got some news." Yeah. So there you go. How Sean Lee's hamstring?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, and he did not have an answer on how Sean Lee's hamstring is, which brings us to last night against the Titans—a very disappointing night uh, for the Cowboys. The 28 to 14 loss that leaves them at three and five, two games back of the Redskins. One game back of the Eagles, who of course they play this week. The only saving grace is the fact that Atlanta beat Washington on Sunday, and that means they're still just two games back of first place.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you know that's the reason why you made the moves you made, and to to try and uh, and go and take a division. It just you know it's the halfway point. You are kind of looking, can you get in on a wild card? I, I think this team to get in the playoffs is going to have to win the division. Yeah, I agree. and then so. I'm probably not saying anything that people out there don't already know. And uh, so you've got to position yourself the best, uh, best way you can. It really disappointing last night. I felt like I misevaluated uh, this team's ability to take advantage of some of the things that Tennessee uh, can do. And, uh, you know, defensively, uh, you look at it, I just, in my mind, and when watching the game this morning, you know, on tape, uh, you know, bright. i real, real late last night. That the, the the thing I just kept looking at and I couldn't get away from was how well that Tennessee played on third down and seven and plus yards. You know, they they were those are usually bad down and distance situations for NFL teams. Not many conversions are, are happen in that particular um, down and distance, but. You know, tip of the cap to Marcus Mariota and the way he played. Uh, he was he had a lot of pressure in the game. He had to deal with. He made some clutch throws. Their receivers did a great job of running some routes, getting open. And you know, I, I was uh, that that to me was is was was shocking because you know th- this is a team that doesn't uh, doesn't do very well on third down. I'm talking about the Titans, uh, you know, but the the Cowboys put him in some. Some bad down and distance situations, but they were able to come through, uh, you know, with this uh, with the, to make the plays necessary to win that football game. And uh, it's uh, it's unfortunate you didn't take advantage of some early opportunities uh, to cash in for yourself. Uh, the missed field goal clearly hurt you. The uh, Prescott interception, I think that was just a bad read on his part. He felt like that, you know, probably during the week of practice when they went ran short yardage and goal line. That uh, when they got in twenty-one personnel, that they that Kevin Byard was going to step up, and instead he ran with uh, Mari Cooper and you know Prescott, thinking now okay, have got a clean throw there when he really didn't have a clean throw. So you know the the fumbles, a lot of things that happened in this game that that caused you not to win uh, win a game that I felt like you you really 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 had to have going here going forward for these next few weeks.
3: Bill, they had a great opportunity. Uh, going into this game, you, you mentioned Washington getting beat. You're playing a team that's three and four, had not played well on the road, had lost three consecutive games going uh, into this game, was offensively challenged, uh, and by all rights, you should have been up 17 to nothing at the end of the first quarter if you don't miss a 38-yard field goal, which was Maher's first miss less than 48 yards, and then you got first and goal at the four-yard line and you get no points. Yeah. So to me, at the end of the first quarter, instead of seven to nothing, it should have been 17 to nothing, and and they're on their way, and this team's ready to fold. Uh, but you you miss your scoring opportunities, and then you can't get off the field defensively for the first time all year they converted 11 of 14 third downs that's 79% yeah. and by the way to Brian's
2: point on third and 7 or longer i just added it up they were 6 for 9 yeah. third and 6 or longer they were 7 for 10 and
3: and, yeah. and and it wasn't like they you know they were ahead of the chains they they were no. behind
1: the chains no that yeah they really and, were and
3: you know you didn't get a good enough pass rush you let them come up with plays uh kind of you know some gotcha plays And, uh, you know, Sean Lee only played 17 plays. I'm not making excuses for him. Uh, But this time, I I think they missed him. Uh, And and by the way, we should point out that Sean
2: Lee obviously went out after the hamstring injury. But he was not in the game for the second and third series, including the 80-yard right. drive. Uh, he came in on the goal line on one play, the goal line play, where they scored the touchdown on that drive. And I don't know if so that, that was the,
3: supposed to be his rest
2: period But it was, or but it was two consecutive series that he was not on the field.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and the, the the way that Tennessee was able to drive the ball, that, that 10, pl- that plus 15 plays. 15, play, 80 yards
2: and 15 Yeah, pulls. nine
1: minutes, that took a lot out of this defense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were... Uh, we felt like going in at least I shouldn't say we Brian felt like that uh that that you could have handled the rotation would have been good enough for you, you know you could have rotated the defensive tackles, but you know playing without david irving uh i you know could have very well hurt the rotation and and playing without you know Randy Gregory very well could have hurt the rotation, especially if it was you you were you were getting the ball driven on you and you right. didn't have those fresh bodies cuz it looked like in the second half of the game they they hit some runs on you that they didn't hit early in the game and that might have been a little bit uh, because of the wear and tear that uh, that Tennessee was able to inflict uh, on those long drives in, in the first half. So on the 80-yard drive in the first half, did you hear any
2: reports of Sean Lee? No, them, there
1: was them nothing. Them looking
2: at him or anything? No, I wonder no. if he was having an issue with the hamstring then because why on a 15-play drive like that, you would think that he would have been on the field at least for a portion of it, even yeah. if it like was designed. Yeah, like at some to, point, okay, they're right. moving the ball and that's on one, us, Let
3: me get you on the field. And that's
2: one of the things Jerry Jones brought up after the game and then again this morning. One of the first things he brought up is he felt like his defense got tired in the second half of that game, and yeah. probably in the course of that one 80-yard well, drive, too, they, because yeah. of the rotation issues.
1: Yeah, Tennessee did a nice job, you know, with the, as you mentioned, Bill, and the, the, the third downs to me were huge. The, the way that they were able uh, to convert, you know, and the, the passes that they were able to come up with, the throws that they were able to make, the receivers. And, you know, this is a group of, of guys that – you know, uh, you could say Cameron Batson. Who, who's Cameron Batson? Well, Cameron Batson's making plays in the game for you. You know, who is? Uh, you know, who is Darius Jennings? Darius Jennings making plays for the Tennessee Titans. You know, that's kind of what you hoped the receiver by committee group that you had was going to make plays, but uh, you know, they they just didn't do a very good job. Mickey talks about the pass rush nearly wasn't consistent enough. You know, and 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 when they did get pass rush, you know the, the Mariota did a great job of getting the ball out and anticipating throws, and he had guys that were open down the field. And I think uh, it was a it was a it was a bad night for the Dallas defense not to be at their absolute best. They've been carrying this team really all year long, and they had a, they had a bad game, especially on third down. And uh, I think that's really one of the main reasons. You know, you look at offensively what the Cowboys did, and it, it's a uh, you know, it was nice to see Amari Cooper get going. You could see, you could tell some of the things that he has, you know, that he could bring. But, uh, you know, that nearly wasn't, uh, wasn't enough for what they needed. Yep,
2: uh, third down and in the red zone. I mean, they were four for five in the red zone, and the Cowboys were one for four in the red zone. Right.
3: You know, and it's nice to have a rotation on that defensive line, but when you start getting diminishing returns, like you don't have the two guys you just mentioned, right. who are you rotating in there? Yeah. Right? Do those guys need to be playing that much? Yeah. You know, you're down to Karan Reed. Uh, and then you lost taco and then you lost taco in the game and yeah. and, and crawford's got to almost play the entire game at yeah. right defensive end where he moved because they didn't have a randy gregory to to put out there uh so yeah they got spread a little bit too thin and it caught up with them sure did. uh at at that point and in a moment we have rob phillips and we
2: have him right now in fact rob phillips how are you
3: doing
4: i'm good i'm you know Struggling through no sleep, but I'm sure everybody else is here. And So how uh, little sleep tra- did you get? I got a couple hours. That's good enough. Go. That's yeah. enough to try to make sense of what happened. Yep. And I'm sure and y'all and you all did a great got, job of that so far. You got
2: pressed into duty right off the bat this morning due to the owner's radio show, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, he's doubling down on Dak Prescott. You know, that's his guy. And, uh, and look, they're trying to make a run here. They're still not out of it. Of course, he's going to back his quarterback, but I also think he really believes it. I think he's got a lot of faith in Dak, and, uh, but what we've seen is clearly he needs help. He needs help around him. He needs the defense to play well, and when they don't get all of those things, uh, they're, they're not a successful football team, not even close to one last night, just not a good game. That's probably the worst loss they've had of the season, and that's kind of saying something because you come out of the bye and you expect – I I, Jerry sure sounded like he expected a much more efficient performance.
1: I sure talked that way all week.
4: I mean, you make make changes. You have a couple weeks to integrate a new coach on the O-line, a new receiver, and who played pretty well, by the way. Um, But they just weren't good enough any way around. And and the biggest surprise when I came in, y'all talking about the defense, that was the biggest surprise to me. But at some point, the offense has to help them out, too. You know, they've been... Like Brian said, they've been the backbone of this thing for eight games now. And uh, at some point, you got to help them out.
3: You well, gotta... they were helping. They got those fumbles early in the sure game. Sure did, right. Should have had a third one. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't take advantage. It's seven to nothing. It should have been 17 to nothing. You squandered well, those at, things it's at like least, that. It's at least 13 to nothing. And at least 13, because you could have kicked a field goal right. from the four-yard line. And, and that's yeah.
4: what I mean, Mick. You, they gave them a couple short fields, yeah, and it probably should have been seventeen for the first time And all they were year, fired
3: basically. up, and they're rolling, and and everything's <laughs> going well. Uh, and you get another fumble that they overruled. Um, God, it, it just and then it just turned around.
2: And then third quarter, the Cowboys give the Titans a short field, and what do they do with it? They go forty yards right. and score a touchdown. Right, right.
3: You know, and and at some point when it's third and. I don't know what it, would, it was like. Third and thirteen, and, and you're, you're getting pressured. At some point, just take the sack and punt. Yeah, you know. But he kept fighting. Yeah, you know. And the guy that sacked him was on the ground. They had yeah. blocked him. He was yeah. on the ground, got up and hit him, and, and and pulled the ball out.
1: Yeah. So that was one of those things we talked a couple about. Bad decisions. They they run those pick. Stu- they run those pick stunts where you know they 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 take the. Uh, they take the linebacker or the defensive lineman. And, you know, Brown in this case, just, you know, he hammered right into Joe Looney. And unfortunately, though, you know, if Rod Smith just stays on his feet, you know, he cuts, he goes low to try and cut Brown. He cuts Brown, but he also cuts Looney in the play, you know, and, it, and it's a lot of it, you know, there's some self inflicted stuff. If you stay on your feet, keep the pocket clean, they had some things that were developing down the field. But the, he just couldn't get to it because there was so much happening in front of him that he had to pull the ball. and He tried to, you know, and and, and give Brown a lot of credit coming up off the ground, like Mickey said, and then yeah. and then as Prescott's going forward to just try and fall forward, he's ripping at the ball, and that's you know that that's that's a disaster. Dak is his inability to protect the ball in the pocket has been a problem for this team this year, and and
3: and. and- one of the reasons he's got to protect the ball in the pocket is because there's pressure on him. Yeah. They're coming after him. Yeah. Same thing on the interception in the end zone. He's got a guy flashing in his face. He, he's he's he got to mail that into the first row. Yeah. And he tried to throw it up. He thought he had a Cooper and... He overthrew him and the guys behind him and makes the. Inter- yeah. You hate to see interceptions when the guys intercepting ball behind your wide receiver. And yeah. you gotta yeah. mail that. Just get rid of it because the guy was in his face and he tried throwing off his back. Foot, I don't think like he
1: floated. Up. I don't think he saw I don't, Kevin I don't, I don't he he No, either. he never did. No, no. no. and, and, that, just and threw to a spot. Yeah, that's kinda. one of those Friday afternoon <laughs> goal line practice plays, mm-hmm. like I was talking about, where they draw the card up. And they say, okay, we're in twenty-one personnel run-heavy group. We play action it. We're going to get a safety reaction. Well, this guy's an all-pro player, you Led know. Yeah, eight picks last year. Yeah, he, he's you know he's and, and Kent's doing a good job here of showing it. If you're watching on the screen, you know, with us, and you might be listening. I'm sorry, go back and watch it. But Kevin Byard never moved once. Once that Cooper flashed across his face, he went into trail mode, and and, and rightfully so. Celebration here, too. yeah, yeah, Whoop, exactly. So. You know, unfortunate, but Prescott. I'm sure in practice all week long, when he threw that ball, there was not a safety trailing on the play.
3: So, if he intercepted the ball in Philadelphia, would he go stood on the Eagle? <laughs> no, there's something about <laughs> they've that already star, beat. Man. They
1: already beat the Eagles at home. Yeah, so, That's right. so they,
4: didn't, they didn't have to go stand on the Eagle.
3: Yeah, they
1: didn't have to stand on the Eagle.
4: You see Amari calling for that holding call and he didn't get it well and he I, got and grabbed he, he could have yeah. called yeah. it you, you could have mean... got you
1: could have got yeah you could have got logan ryan grabs him on the way by yeah and the official let him let it go and but that, that that happens mm-hmm. you get down in the red zone you know they they let you play and and uh, you know that's that's the result he he did get grabbed he was going i mean he was exploding past logan ryan and and he grabbed him i mean clearly grabbed him in that that official stands right there it's sour grapes right now i'm not complained about the officiating but I, I think this is, goes back to what we talk about with Dak Prescott in his ability to see the field at times he assumed that there was not going to be a safety there he gambled he was wrong and it resulted in a bad turnover usually you, well, so
4: when it, you're it, throwing it, off your bad back foot bad things happen
3: and him. if it wasn't Dwight Clark he would have gone up and cut the ball <laughs> I mean that's he just threw it up, figuring, yeah. okay, I'm going to give my guy. Maybe well, maybe a one
1: on one situation you throw you can get yeah, that. But they, but the they, fact that he got held he didn't off the account line for the guy he behind, did, him. he didn't account for the safe. because Michael, Michael Downs was, was not Michael down. Downs was
3: not behind Dwight <laughs> No, Dwight, yeah, no right? Yeah, no. So, so I mean that's what he was trying to do, and and he overthrew his guy. He figured I'll throw it up there. If he can't get it, no one gets
4: it. And Amari kind of fell on the sword and said, "I let the guy hold me." If he hadn't held me, I would have gone up and made the play.
3: Yeah, well, we never let anybody hold us, right? <laughs> just call, throw the flag. Hey, I'm with you. God. With you, Mick. There's a couple that just, just, oh, it's amazing. Didn't quite
1: know somebody, if we're talking about a fish yet, I don't quite understand what Leighton Vanderish can do any differently than what he did to try and tackle yep. a quarterback. You know, he was going into the slide, you know, he was, and here's a kid that's running full speed and he's trying to keep the quarterback from getting to the sticks. And he has a, it, and it, it already started. And he's his, all, yeah. He's started, he started to slide and Vanders but, is but, going down to try and tackle the guy. Vanders had already started his, his descent as well. Yeah. 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 Nice. And and I I don't know. I don't know what you can do any different. I, you know, when they all got together there, I thought, okay, they're going to pick up the flag here, but then they go, Oh, well it's helmet to helmet. Uh, but, oh, but, but wait, it's a quarterback. And, we got to yeah, protect exactly. The quarterback. And I don't know what Vanders can do any differently. I really don't. I don't understand. I, I understand protecting the quarterback. If you're head hunting. I don't think Layton Vanderish was no, head-hunting he in that particular case. No. I think he was trying to keep Marcus Mariota from getting any further down the field and it just the way Mariota slid was the way he impacted him. And you know, those those are the calls that I think the officials need to look at and say no, we're absolutely no. That's wrong. That's you can't call that. Right but
2: there's yet. needs needs to be somebody up in the booth who is actually seeing the replay without stopping play, yeah. and they can say, "Whoa, wait a second. Yeah, this he had already
3: started his tackle at the time that I the quarterback were, started his slide. I mean, they just do what college does. Go go look at it again. Yeah, because he didn't like slide. Targeting. He went. Almost, yeah. Right. When he slid, he didn't go feet first. He went ass.
1: Yeah.
4: But <laughs> yeah. excuse me, it's fine. It's Let me ask internet. you guys something. And
3: and, and and so when he slides like that, the head is where Evander-ish is coming to yeah. to, to hit him. And I don't care; he's not a
1: quarterback anymore. You know, he's, he's out little, of the pocket. Well, he's that's running. what they said. That's what they said about Dak in Washington that time yeah. he got whacked in the face. On in, not a on the, quarterback. Yeah, he's a runner. He's a runner. Let me ask you guys this though. Just again, I don't want to complain about officiating. Did you guys hear a whistle yes. on the Prescott fumble? Oh yeah. No, Definitely.
4: not on the fumble on on the timeout. He was telling no. me about this at two o'clock
3: in the morning in the parking lot. Mickey on the swears he, when yeah, they had the this Ross sack Mariota, and they said they got the timeout.
1: No, no, there's. I thought there was another. No, no, there was a whistle. There was, was a, a whistle. whistle. When when Prescott was wait, 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 going wait, wait, forward, Mickey, Mickey, you're talking about something. You're totally talking about different. a totally different play, Mickey. Right. On the press, oh, on the oh, Prescott when they got fumbled, fumbled, out? Yeah, yes. on the Prescott fumble, I could have swore. Yes, there was fumble, a there was I, I, I whistle. That that. Blake Clifton, uh, oh, yeah, okay, Klipman, okay, uh He he blew the whistle, and to me, that stops the play. I, I've always, when I played football, it, when the whistle blew, you stopped. So I I There's could have sworn, no doubt. I could mm. have sworn I heard a whistle, and, he, and you know, and that's when the guy's trying to rip the ball, and then all of a sudden, so we didn't get a you know whistle down, down by mm-hmm. down right there, down forward progress stopped. Instead, he comes out and said, "There's been a fumble." Da, 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 and I'm going, "Wait a <laughs> minute, you blew a whistle."
2: I heard the whistle, and when I was watching it, I said, "Well, the play's over." Yeah. I didn't even continue to follow the fumble, right. Because I, I think heard the whistle. It stopped. was it was like yeah. an in the grass, yeah. yeah. the old exactly. in the grass, exactly, exactly. And uh, there was a, definitely a whistle, but it was a. Clear fumble recovery, in their opinion, no
3: question. But the whistle had so, blown, right? So the play Deserted should have happened. Yeah. Oh, so I can add another one to my list. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure I did I wasn't hearing things during the game. You know. Well, and there was not
2: a wild scramble for the fumble. In fact, and as well as I remember it. The Tennessee guy kind of fell at his feet. Yeah, I mean, if you watch it on
1: tape, the linemen clearly are standing around. You know, Connor Williams and those guys are kind of just waiting to see what's going on. And if there's no whistle, obviously everyone's. Everybody's uh, diving in a pile, like Like, like when Dallas got the recovery. On the Sean Lee
2: recovery, which it can get kicked around. Exactly. Especially when you got linemen trying trying to come up with the football. So. You're right. I mean, there was no doubt. And it was not just
3: a whistle. It was a multiple, multiple whistle. Multiple whistles. Yeah. yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that yeah. I'm, I was watching the same game. So I,
3: I guess my whistle was when they gave him the timeout, when they sacked Mariota. When I freeze-framed it, yeah. when the whistle blew, the ball was this far past the center. Yeah, He had already snapped it. Yeah. So how do you give him the timeout? You could hear the whistle on television when it, when it happened, and the play had already started. And that, that, that drives over.
1: We sound like terrible fans no, right now. I, I, no. I know, Mickey, I'm truth. not saying you. I know, but, I, mean, I know. Having
2: said all of this. they they got, a, they got said, a lot of issues. Having they got said all of
1: this, of the theme
2: for Jerry Jones this morning on the radio with a night to better. sleep on it was he's not as concerned about the 3 and 5 record as he is about the fact that they're not playing any better than they are. Yeah. They need yeah. to play better. Yeah.
1: They are not playing better and it it goes it, it it goes throughout the, you know, that was a bad night all around. You know, like Mickey said, you get the early turnovers, you don't cash in. You have turnovers yourself, you know, you you give up a, you know, third and 7s all night. You know, these are things that, you know, if you're going to win games, you you've got to do. And they yep. didn't. They they're just it, to take the Bill Parcells line, you are what you are. And that's really, you know, that's where the evaluation has to start. Now we got eight more games to continue to evaluate. I don't think he's going to make any coaching change, much to everybody's out there's uh, angst, I guess is the right word. But, you know, it's a situation where this is one that they should have had. It should have set them up going forward to the next three weeks. And now they're going to have to go fight their rears off to go win a game in Philadelphia. It could be done, but we'll see. Rob Phillips, it has a
2: comment when we come back yeah. here on Talking Cowboys. You can join us at 888-855-2297. Kent Garrison here to take your calls when we come back.
0: Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little little package. After three months, use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless Cancel. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply.
3: Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving?
0: Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean, fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that
3: is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave
4: to talking Cowboys. All right, Tommy John time. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously, do not adjust your underwear, because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has a contour pouch that nestles you with moisture-wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry. On the field, Brian, or in the stands, wherever, in the studio. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. Sorry about you,
1: glass. There you go. That's the most consistent thing we got, that Tommy John. <laughs> That's, That's right. That's right. We're all
2: warm and dry here in the talking studio. I uh, mean, talking studio. Talking yeah. Cowboys. Talking studio studios. Studios here. here. All right. Hey, you notice that Mickey and I you have. You look good.
1: You guys both look good.
2: <clears throat> new fleeces on. Yes. yes. JCPenney created 10,000 exclusive fleeces for Texas stores only. Not available online or any other retailer. When someone purchases the fleece, they can upload their receipt to www.dallascowboys.com backslash JCPenney for a chance to win tickets, parking, and the opportunity to be part of the mosh pit for the Red Kettle Kickoff Halftime Show. Yeah. Cowboys will select 50 lucky winners, all of whom will be able to bring one guest with them. For every fleece sold, JCPenney will donate $10 to the North Texas Salvation Army. They will make a donation of $100,000 once the promotion ends, regardless of sales. Important to mention... Okay, this is a note to me. Is it time to go to break? If you are selected as a winner, you must attend the dress rehearsal on Wednesday, November 21st. But it's also a chance to get up close (laughs) with Megan Trainer. Promotion runs until November 13th. So get into your local JCPenney store and take advantage
3: of this offer. All right. So does this mean there's only 9,996 of these left? I guess so. so. We each have one four. here. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. That's you got
4: yours too, right? Yeah, I did. I
3: wore it the other day. There you go.
4: Yeah, it's
3: very nice, very comfortable.
2: And okay, so the promotion runs until November thirteenth, which is today's the sixth, right? One week from today, right? All yes, right. sir. So next Tuesday. Can All right.
4: We, Can we get to Rob's thought now? I've lost my thoughts. <laughs> Where was I going? I was playing off what we're going to play off what Brian said before the break, which was well.
1: That's a mistake. <laughs> this
4: is is a terrible loss, and I, I think Jerry's prob. – I'm putting words in his mouth, but Jerry's looking big picture. You know, Jason Garrett lives in the present. This is the worst team they're going to face in the next five weeks. I feel pretty comfortable saying that. That's fair. You've got a home game coming out of the bye week, and I guess it was our mistake. I think we all felt like
1: – Oh, I'll admit anything you're about to say. No, they- we
4: were right. They
1: just didn't play the way they no, were supposed I to.
4: It. I think we all felt like they were going to just play – efficient good home clean football like they've been doing at at t Stadium they didn't and defensively I think we've expected maybe too much from this group you know they you, you can't expect them to be perfect every game and uh they didn't play well against a, a, an offense that um really has struggled to do anything this season that was a big surprise but at some point your offense has got to score more than 14 15 16 17 points got to it's the only chance you have and um there's going to be more of this if they don't if they don't pick it up.
2: The other thing uh, to remember is that Tennessee was coming off the bye too. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And I don't, from London. And I have all season, I haven't bought into this home versus road thing. I think you if you're a good football team, you can play on the road too. Oh, well, they've and, done it before. Yeah, that's they've right. done it before. Yeah.
1: And so it's uh you know, to me it's it's you know it, it's there's 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 always that everybody wants to pile on you know the coaching staff and all that I, I get it. I get it. You know, but I think I think that you know this is all really part of the evaluation of it. if, at the end of the day, if they don't win enough games, there goes your evaluation. You have to figure this out. You know, he's trying to evaluate the quarterback. He's, you know, he's made some comments about that. He's got to he's made a evaluation decision the coach. already
2: on that. He's yeah. extending well, a quarterback. You so know, but you go.
1: okay, does that is he extending the the quarterback with uh, a new staff? Is it going to be the mm-hmm. same staff? I mean, these are things you. I think you have to play I, to me personally. I would let play out. I would let this play out, and I would say, okay, am I making a change? Am I not making a change? And, you know, if I'm making a change, do I need to, do I need to have the input of the, the, the staff that's here to say, hey, I can win with this guy or I can't win with this guy? That's, that, that's why I, I think you have to be careful uh, about, you know, saying, and, and he, he's obviously got to support his guy now. He does. He, yeah, he, he was asked. He a, can't a say loaded question. He, he can't on the fan. say anything different. Sure. he really can't. And you know, but that's. I think that me personally, let's let's evaluate. Let's evaluate where we're at here, and uh, and and make and make the best decisions. You know, for the team going forward.
2: Okay, would you like to hear what Troy Aikman is saying? Sure. Yeah, it was interesting what Troy Aikman. Troy said. Aikman uh, was on the ticket this morning, I guess, and I just ran across this on twitter here these are his comments from troy aikman this team over a long period of time has been what it's been and it hasn't always mattered who the head coach has been to me if you're asking me i'd say there has to be a complete overhaul of the entire organization you just can't simply replace head coaches and say now it's going to be better no it's been shown that it's not better you have to address how everything is being done and there's been times where i've heard jerry say okay look we're going to do it differently i'm going to do i'm going to do it differently but it's the same nothing changes that to me is the bigger issue yes coaching is important personnel and all those things are important but how are you going about evaluating how are you going about okay. running the organization Whatever that looks like, and everyone has an opinion of what it does look like, but I'm not in the building. I have no idea. I talk to people. I talk to people who have been inside the building and have been pretty good understanding of how things are run. In a lot of ways, there is a lot of dysfunction, and that has to change if this team is going to be able to compete on a consistent basis like the teams you look to around the league that are seemingly in the hunt
3: each and every year. So... In honor of Election Day, it sounds like he's campaigning for a job. <laughs> the, ooh, you like, think so? A GM job. It, interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
3: Well, what do you think? <laughs> it does I, you sound know, like that. you
1: know it's. But this is. Guys have come out of the booth before and got GM jobs. Yeah, and there's also guys one in seven right now, or two and seven at San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, I, I think that you know the guy at Denver is not exactly lighting him up right now either. And there was a guy in Detroit that did, did yeah, such didn't. Yeah, he didn't light it up either. either. Nice guy, man though. God bless him. He's having heart problems, but yeah, Matt yeah. Millen. But you know, I there's a side of me that that I, I completely understand what Troy Aikman's saying, but there's also a side of me of working in this organization, you know, and that side of it that I know that the general manager aspect of not is not going to change unless he says. To make it change, unless he changes it by saying, "Okay, it's now Stevens, the general manager or wills, the general manager or somebody else is the general manager. Well, I just don't see that part of it changing. You know, he I I think he's dug in. I think he's dug in and I think he wants to fix this the best he can. But I, I, you know, I don't there's things I don't disagree with Troy Aikman there. I, nobody wants to see these, you know, them have success. I mean, I mean more than me, I, I really do. Makes our job a hell of a lot easier when that works. But there, but he's not wrong. But but, what's going to change?
4: Well, this thing has evolved a little bit over the past several years. Will McClay has a lot of That's influence. The first
2: guy that I'm thinking of over right there. what they
4: do. He's not the general manager. You're right, he's not. Stephen Jones is heavily involved, way more than he's been maybe ten years ago. Yeah. So this thing has evolved, but you're right. I mean, Jerry is the general manager of this team, and, yeah, and he, he's going to make the yeah. final decision. But I, I, I'm not trying to read into, put words in Troy's mouth. But Jerry is not a one man uh, committee here. I mean, this he he leans heavily. They like on, to
1: talk about that they're yes, all having decisions. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So you know the comments seem directed probably. Towards Jerry, and I wouldn't say that it's Jerry's ruling this thing with an iron fist anymore. I think he's ceding a lot of control in recent years. Now, is it working right now? Look they're at the in, record. No, it's not.
2: In my uh, opinion, they're in transition right now. As far this team is in transition right now, the on the field product.
1: It sounds like Troy Aikman doesn't see them in transition being any better. Right. That's 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 the thing. You know, if is that the is that the reality? Is that what they are? Is it is it, you know, is it is it not as simple as changing the head coach? You know, that, that that's where I I mean I but but in my heart I know that I know how this works. I right. know and, um, yeah. I know he's not gonna change. And and you now he could say, okay, Steven's now this or Will's now this or he could bring somebody in from the outside. But I don't see that part of it. If Troy is trying to get Jerry to change, if that's what he's pointing at, then Troy's just, those are just words, you know, this, this, you know, this is going to stay, you know, as long as Jerry Jones is able to keep his hand on the wheel, then that's where this is going to go. And, you know, that's, you know, it's, you could say what you, you could say. I mean, he, he learned from a guy like Al Davis, you know, Al Davis didn't give up control. He said you know he's like hey i'm going to run this team this is the way i'm going to run this team i'm going to do this team i mean i think jerry is more flexible than what al davis was you know yes but you know i think i think that troy is asking for something that fundamentally will not change here unless it's like i said passed down to somebody that's currently in this building
2: let's go to rashim in pennsylvania rashim how you doing
0: hey, how you doing guys good um my question is: Do you guys think that Jason Garrett would do a better job in play calling than Scott Linehan? I think I think Scott Linehan he did an outstanding job against the Jaguars. He was really aggressive, passing the ball on first down, and then he just went back to being conservative. Scott Linehan, what do you guys think about that?
2: All right, thank you, Rashim.
4: So I didn't hear the broadcast really. I watched the condensed version back this morning. So you
2: don't hear a lot of the comments from Jason Witten
4: or or Booger McFarland. Yeah. Uh, there was, <laughs> uh, my understanding, there were quite a few. Towards yeah. the play calling and the sure. the approach, running on first down, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Sure.
3: Yeah, and guess what? They threw more on first down than ran the ball on first down. They did. Yeah. Go go. Let, count them up. Zeke wasn't exactly having a great day. So go well, count them up. How many
4: yards? What well, was the, that, Kent?
3: Said Zeke wasn't exactly having a great day. How well, many touches well, did know, he have? several days I mean, this season, too. He had 60 yards, I think. He had I'm, 17 carries. One or one he had had a 30-yard run on one of them. 67 yards. Did he have, what, 98 like yards total? Four catches, maybe. How one, many, I, mean, they, they,
1: I don't think in the second half he had... He can't.
4: I, I'm with you, but I'm not with you because he had 96 total yards at halftime. That's what I mean, I'm saying. He was, he yeah, was effective at, half, yeah. on at, at halftime. How many possessions did they have the second half? Uh four and three I think the first three possessions they got twenty six total yards. After after
1: the missed field goal they had they had three plays for minus ten. All right. The
2: first okay, the first twenty five minutes of the second half. This is when Tennessee won the game, as you all know from watching the game. Tennessee, from up to the point where Dallas got the ball back with 4:38 left in the game, down 28 to 14. Tennessee had 12 at an advantage of 12 to two in first downs and 176 yards to 41 in the second half. Wore you down? Yeah,
4: yeah. They got cowboyed. I mean, that's what the Cowboys like to do. To yep. Grind you down in the second half. But you look at uh, the these first three drives out of four in the second half. It was either a penalty, multiple penalties, or sack that wrecked your down in distance. And now you're behind the chains. I th- to me, Kent, that, was, that played as much into it with Zeke as anything. And then oh, yeah. they got behind the scoreboard. And oh, you
1: got a gift with a missed field goal. That's like a turnover. You get him 20, what he you miss? 26 yard field yeah, goal? It's like a shorter than an extra point. Yeah, your all
4: line couldn't block those guys.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the really second
4: half, no. Yeah. You're right. you, go
1: three, you go three plays and go minus 10 Yeah, on that, on that series, on that sequence. You know, you can't. That's that's impossible. Yeah. And Zeke in the first
2: half had twelve carries, forty-five yards, and three catches for fifty-one for ninety-six total. Yeah. And in the and how many second, the second half? Second six, half, he six had touches. Five carries yeah. for sixteen yards and one catch for zero. Yeah. Six touches in the second half. It's not good. No, it's did, not. Did you it's see not the, what you want? Did, no. And, it's not. But the first two plays of the second half were Zeke runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he had
3: four after that. Zeke ran for six. Zeke ran for one. And then he hit Gallup for 20. And then an
2: incompletion, and then Zeke
3: for six. So Zeke half for six. of his uh, touches in the second half came in the first five plays. And then they threw under to Thompson for six. And then false Collins start. gets tossed for a false start. So what are you going to do? You're going to hand it to Zeke. You're third and 13. Yeah, and then you get the fumble sack, well, right? And then, so many 6-yard runs. Why did they completely abandon that? Well, and how did they then, when okay, did they abandon then, it? Okay, okay. Then the next possession, they're down 21 to 14. I'm not arguing for that. I just saying you want Zeke to be more effective in this game. Yeah. Yeah. No, you do. And then the next possession, Zeke, Zeke for, for 3, three. Completion Zeke for to, 0 okay, after what, the
2: completion. On, uh, it was a Cooper completion yeah. for 9. Now, you're first and 10,
3: Zeke plus zero. And then they got real aggressive and threw deep, and And it was incomplete, right?
2: And now it's still a one possession game at 21 14. Next time you get the ball, and it was Dak sack minus two, completion to Zeke plus
1: zero, and sack. That's what I'm saying. Minus 10 on that. that. Right, right. You got a gift. They, and then, they, then it's 28-14 yeah, 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 the 28-yard field goal miss. And yeah. then
3: it's 28-14 and you're you're in three wide throwing the ball trying to beat the clock cuz now you got to score now, it twice. Yeah,
4: now you're out of it's two minute offense. Did huh? you see anything different Brian watching it back wide for the offensive line in the second half? Did they do something defensively Tennessee to get more pressure?
1: Well, they this now they ran their twist stunts up front. That's so that's And p- they got that, home that, more they, on they those. Got, yeah, they got home. They got guys home on that. That's what they're, you know, I mean, I, I when you sit down and when you watch Tennessee, that's how they get pressure. The fact that they got a lead and they were able to, they, they caught the Cowboys in some situations where they just didn't handle it well enough. They
4: sent yeah. some blitzes, too. Yeah,
1: you know, and they they their secondary it did a nice job. I, you know, if you look at it overall, I mean, the pressure that Prescott faced, and he couldn't get the ball down the field or couldn't get it to an open guy. You know.
4: Now, the touchdown that, to Hearns was similar to what we saw with the Chargers game where yeah. I mean, the guy just freezes yeah, in no, coverage, yeah. and, and you know, yeah, you're Butler, thinking, okay, they can take advantage of the secondary. That's,
1: that's what, something we talked about during the preparation for the week. Every time you watch somebody play Tennessee, they get them on a double move. Well, they get them on a pass down the field. Right. So – you know, that, that kind of holds true. Now the next person, next time Tennessee's playing uh, Houston or somebody like that, Well, the Houston people look at and say, oh, look, they keep giving up touchdowns on double moves and vertical passes and stuff like that. So,
3: so the, the, that first possession in the third quarter, they, they're moving. First and 10 at the 45, holding on Williams. Now it's first and 20. And they they picked up 12 on the first two plays. And then you get a false start. So now it's 15 yards of penalties.
1: Looks like Joe Looney didn't snap the ball on that play. They called it on Lyle Collins. I didn't see him move. he He never snapped the ball. He never snapped the Everybody ball. Everybody moved. Everybody and he but moved. But they called it on. They called it on Lyle Collins. So because now you, he you, was closest to the guy the, who made the, the call. call. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so if you go
3: from third and eight, you worked really hard to reduce it for third down, and now it's third and thirteen, and then you get the sack fumble.
1: Yeah. So <sighs> this team can't help itself offensively. You're right. They really can't. You're right. I, I mean, mean,
4: we we say it should have been seventeen nothing in the first quarter. Well. Good offenses, capitalize. Offenses that struggle, don't. And yeah. so, you know, maybe we expected too much out of there. But you did have a first and goal at the four-yard line, and I would have probably just ran my star running back three times and gotten in the end zone. I know he had a minus play on the first one. They ran him the first time. Yeah. Well, minus two. I'll try again. Yeah. What was the second play? Interception.
3: And a bad decision. Bad decision, no doubt.
4: You want your quarterback to be aggressive. You do, but double coverage. Look, he want he wanted that one back. Oh, I know so he did. That's just it wasn't a good but decision. But that's what happens
3: when you want your quarterback to be too aggressive.
1: What's the evaluation of this quarterback so far? Overall, just overall. Not not this year, just overall.
3: Um, how about we come back with that? Okay. We,
1: okay. We need, I mean, we're up against be, a break. Let's be so We're going to have fair. the
2: evaluation of this quarterback when we come back on Talking Cowboys in just a moment. If you're like me and you love...
3: I mean, if you have a... thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no
0: annual contract. Just... Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate ultimate lens package, and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply back to talking cowboys want to
3: use what the pros use exactly what i used this morning jack black is the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys get your jack black playmaker 4jb faves plus a full-size lip balm for just 10 bucks with free shippings at getjackblack.com use that code cowboys
2: you know, the Big 12 Championship returns to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, December 1st. Be there when Almost the haven. top two football <laughs> teams in the Big 12 Conference face off to the become Ridge the conference Mountains. champion. Get your tickets now Shandowa at SeatGeek.com, River. the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Oklahoma and West Virginia <laughs> that and the up? Big 12 Championship. It's it, not set. Yet. It's oh, okay. not set. Right, I
1: mean, there's still right. some, some things, but I, I just wanted to sing john yeah, Denver it was morning. good this i morning. love that song it is a good song yep. West in virginia
2: oh huh? you plays west virginia in the last regular season game are you going to rest your then, starters and then, well and then they could <laughs> <laughs> well might we, as well we we, well, we have bigger fish to fry maybe you're trying to get depending, into depending on yeah. uh, we need an upset i was sure. right on the sale. cusp i might sale, i might sir. be dead
1: wrong about this and i use other names got to lose I'm usually. I I I think that Oklahoma is the only team that could beat Alabama because of their offense. Because of their offense. (laughs) Have you seen the, their defense? That's what I'm saying. though. No, <laughs> no, no. It, it doesn't matter. The only time it doesn't yeah, matter. it doesn't matter. Right? It's it doesn't the, matter. The only, you, the only. You got to get two, two to three stops, and you've got to, and you then you've got to turn around and turn those into points.
4: The only time Alabama ever struggles is when you spread them out and you have a big time quarterback yep. play. That's a guy the the that only can run, time it works. a guy the that can throw.
1: Yep. The only time
2: Alabama ever struggles is when they play Oklahoma.
4: That's yeah. true. Yeah. But if you no. try to play Alabama football against Alabama...
2: If
1: you play toe-to-toe, they'll
2: That's
4: kill you. Exactly, what happened yeah. the other night, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah.
2: And the thing yeah. that Oklahoma has is they've got a quarterback who can run the
1: ball on, yes. on busted plays. Deshaun and, Watson-like. And, and That's you can right. Do, yep. Why do you think Clemson gave him trouble? Exactly. Deshaun Watson should have beat him twice. Yep, He yep. should have really beat him twice. Yep.
4: Fortunately, Nick Saban went out and got himself the future number one pick in the draft yeah. at quarterback. Yeah. Last thing he needed. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: But thanks to Oklahoma's awful defense, they probably will not get a shot at it because they need help. They need a Notre Dame or a Michigan loss. But a Big Ten team's not uh, is going to be in regardless.
1: Oh, watch Ohio State. That, that yeah, Harbaugh. They may, Here we are talking get... college football. Like, it's probably better than talking <laughs> than <that laughs> Cowboys. i talk. trying to take a break. Here, I'm trying, <laughs> to, <laughs> trying to evaluate Dak, and we're talking Oklahoma football. That's okay. Uh, yeah, but the one thing is Michigan has yet to be, under the Harbaugh administration, to beat Ohio State. So they
4: got to get that done first. Yeah, yeah. If they
1: don't get that done, good night, Michigan.
4: Well, and then the other loss. thing
2: is Michigan might be the only team that can hang with Alabama's offense, right? Can't score enough points. Can't right. score enough points. Another,
4: yeah.
3: case, another case to have an 18
2: tournament. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Good yep. point. All right, so let's evaluate Dak Prescott. The owner, president, and general manager on the radio this morning said what when he was asked to assess Dak?
4: Uh, he said he's capable. He's completely capable of diagnosing what happened in this game, the mistakes that he made. And he's also capable physically of going out and cleaning it up and playing better the next ball game. That's what Jerry has seen Dak do in the past, and that's what he expects him to do in the future.
2: And uh, then on the
3: heels of that is when he said that he will be extended. Here's the deal they are with him. He needs to be perfect. Can't make a mistake. Thank you, Mickey. Because they're not good enough to overcome a mistake. Yeah. Troy Aikman ever throw an interception in the end zone? I don't know. Maybe. You know, he, he my, Danny White throwing any interceptions? Plenty, Roger? Plenty. The mm-hmm. lot, right? But this guy's got to be perfect for them to function
1: offensively. And he's not a perfect quarterback. No. That's the problem. And to me, and, I'm sorry, Mickey, I just cut you off there. Go, ahead. I mean, you go No,
3: I'm just saying, I mean, it's like, you know, look, even with the interception, what was his quarterback rating? It was almost 100. It was almost 100, Yeah. right? Yeah. Every quarterback doesn't complete every pass. Now
1: there's some critical ones. Felt you have like Mariota to did last year,
3: it felt like it. <laughs> he what had was some his, doozies. And what was his
1: completion? Yeah, uh, he was twenty. Was, it was he twenty four, twenty nine, or something like that? Yeah, it was. Didn't have many. many. He was, was
4: uh, he was one nineteen point nine. Yeah, Dak was ninety nine. What was his completions? What? Twenty one of twenty nine. Yeah. Twenty one of twenty nine. Yeah. yeah. So With the percentages big, were
3: almost the same. Yeah. With huge. some big
4: plays down the field too. No, yeah, the, the big, big play down plays. the field yeah. for.
3: Twenty-eight yards to the fifteen-yard line was was it was a great play. Dimey threw a thirty-six
4: yarder on Maybe. the second touchdown. I mean, he made key throws. Yeah, Man, and they, runs. They, they, they dialed up some. They had some great play calls in that yeah, game. The, uh, the quarterback keeper on the RPO, I think, on yeah. the first touchdown run. It's great call.
1: Twelve. Yeah. They. They. And then the Cowboys got caught. Van Derush got blocked on that play. Yeah. They had a great call because they had the they had both ends on the slant and they had that covered for the inside handoff. And Jalen got outside, and Vanderus tried to get outside, and then the tackle, Jack Jack Conklin, got enough of him to knock him, and then that gave Mariota the path. But they had a nice call with how they do it. They had crash and scrape. To try and, and make the play, but Mariota was able. To, okay, right. so, that shovel pass he had too was beautiful. I mean, he's pulling that ball out when I mean they around it. the goal oh, line right. for the touchdown. Oh, gosh, that, was, yeah, that was, was a great a play, call. play. They yeah. nailed.
3: Was it Henry or yeah. Deion Lewis? I can't remember which. Yeah. They nailed him, yeah. but he didn't have the ball. All right, in an
2: evaluation of Dak Prescott right now, yeah, after last night's game, Brian, what is your evaluation of the Cowboys' offensive line compared to the Titans' offensive line right now?
1: Well, I tell you what, going into the game, that's why I thought Dallas would win, because I thought Dallas's offensive line, even with all the changes and stuff with the coaching, you know, I felt like that Dallas was going to be more consistent, you know, being able to run the football and then also pass to set some things up. But, you know, it's it's been a struggle for it's been a struggle for them all year. It's been a struggle to be consistent. They, they get penalties and things happen to them they get, you know, they they miss blocks, they don't communicate. There's, you know, it's there's a lot of things going on with this offensive line. But if I go back to Dak, I think the worst thing that happened to Dak is he had the success he had his first year. Because I think we're kind of seeing, not kind of, I believe that we're seeing what Dak Prescott really is. I I, I think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. And Mickey's right. I think he has to be perfect. And I don't think he's perfect. Would the and,
2: offensive line two years ago as close to
1: no, perfect? No, th- exactly. Yes. The, the, everything lined up, the wor- I, in my opinion. The worst thing that happened to Dak Prescott is that he got behind one of the best offensive lines in the league with one of the best young running backs in the league, and he had a, a, a slot player that was tremendous. And that, and he just wore out. You had guys like Jason Witten out there catching the football for him too. It's,
2: it's, I think that was the best thing that happened to him. Yeah. And now the worst now, thing that now happens now, to him and, is and, that those you know, have all
1: shown wars. And we and we look and we look and we say, you know, but why? But why? But why? We keep asking why, and maybe the why was, you know, what though? You caught him. You caught it right. You caught her, and that's, but that goes that goes where scouts go, and they say, well, if you've seen it once, you'll see it again. And I think that we, I think that we ask a lot of Dak Prescott, and I don't believe that Dak Prescott is always capable of delivering everything that we think he can deliver. There's so
4: much to like about Dak as your starting quarterback. Tremendous, the toughness he, is incredible. He's tough guy. as hell. He yeah. fights. He'll take a hit. He leads the huddle. Guys follow him. There's so much to like, a lot of intangible stuff. But I've said this many times, like to Brian's point, he's, he's part of a large group of quarterbacks in the NFL that need help around them. And, and he had a damn near perfect supporting cast as a rookie. And it's just a different, it's a different dynamic. It's a different group right now. And, uh, like, you, like Mickey said, he's got to be perfect. He's not a perfect quarterback. He's going to miss throws. He's going to miss reads. He's going to fumble he's the gonna ball. He's going to make mistakes. Um, Yeah, and it's just a different – we've got to stop comparing this to 2016. It's just a different yeah. group around him. And uh, But that being said, I, and that's what Jerry sees, he still sees a guy that's capable of going out and winning a football game for you because he's seen it, and, and he's done it this year. But I'm still trying to figure out what happened from – The Jacksonville game offensively when they put up 40 points to now losing two straight games and you're back to just struggling to sustain drives. I I don't know what's happened since then. Is
3: Is this the best defense they've played
4: at home? Well, but again, this... We've seen this on tape. We've seen this
1: Tennessee defense know, give watching, up big plays. I was watching that. Uh, I yeah, mean, I don't think so, Mickey. Well, I don't know. I'm just asking. I, I think Jacksonville. I, I thought Jacksonville's defense was better. I think that, that everything just came together, much like Dak Prescott's first year. Everything came yeah, together. I, I they thought didn't make found mistakes. Answers. They ran the football. They got out. They they played against a quarterback that was challenged. You know, if if you know Bortles didn't play, if Bortles was another top pick, a, a very high pick that. It's mm-hmm. kind of fumbled around in this league, much like they're,
2: Marcus Mariota. They may have a similar conversation on talking Raiders with Derek Carr. Who sure. had a great offensive line in yeah. front of him a yeah. couple years ago, and now they're got not the playoffs. so great. He
1: got hurt, and they, yeah. And, and yeah. they weren't the but same They've team. already
2: extended him for a lot of money. There you go. Yeah.
3: There you go. I got one question.
4: You got a minute. Hurry up.
3: Matt, I, less than I a need minute. to know what the rule is on offensive linemen downfield.
1: On screens? Yes. Do, do they get – As long as the ball is behind, I think it's like a four or five yards. buffer. You get five yeah, yards yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's a screen. Yeah. It's got to be behind the line, though. Okay. And then the, the line judge misses that the, a lot. The college rule has always
2: been that. Yeah, there exactly. Were there any, they could be ten yards downfield. The it, tunnel it, screech, As long as yeah. the pass is behind the line Behind of the line, behind scrimmage. line scrimmage, right.
1: Okay. It, it, I think they give them three or four yards or something yeah, like Mickey's that. Yeah, Mickey's right, Those yeah. guys will travel down. They'll be in the safety box before you know it. Yeah,
2: All right, that does it for Talking
1: Cowboys. We'll talk
2: (laughs) at you again tomorrow.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about you, Cowboys?